Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven. Today is a special edition. It's called My Sunday Prayer Letters with your host, yours truly, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here in this show, in this episode, and in this letter that you are able to use in your life, in the life of your family, in the life of your friends, in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, are you ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 330 and is titled, whoops, I forgot to put the title down. Sorry about that. <laughs> the title is, We Walk in the Light, or Walk in the Light. Walk in the Light. That's the title. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm right on point. I praise God for this. This is November 3rd, Sunday. I'm in Boulder, Colorado, getting ready to go out and preach today at uh, 28th and Pearl. It's my usual Sunday preaching location. Preach for about three to four hours, sometimes a little longer. Usually, sometimes we do a Bible study after the preaching, and uh, and I leave, you know, usually around 1.30 or so, and I don't get home till probably 6.30 or 7 sometimes. So it's every day, six days a week, uh, we're preaching in a new location, and we take Saturdays off and to rest in the Lord, to seek His will, to seek His flavor, or seek Him, and uh, see what the Lord has for us to do the following week. And uh, after I did my letter, I write this letter on Saturday during my prayer time. And today is Sunday, as I mentioned, and I've been wanting to do a show based around my Sunday letter. Uh, and so that's what this is, And as I'm stumbling around. So today's show is based on 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. So the letter goes like this. Greetings. And in the letter, folks, uh, and I hope that you uh, subscribe to my prayer letter. I pray every single day over every person on my letter. Uh, on my prayer list, and then every week, every Sunday, I send out a letter, which is what I'm going to be reading to you and talking about and praying about today. And the prayer list is important. It's a seven days a week. I lift up the prayer list at least twice a day. I pray the blood of Jesus over my entire list uh, for God's protection over the list. And then I, as Paul taught us how to pray for other people, he, we mentioned their names to God. Was I actually read out loud the person's name to God while I'm in prayer. And up, I'm up to about, oh, about three and a half pages uh, of names uh, that I meet when I'm preaching. And there's something just really amazing happens in me I, I praise God that I have this prayer list. It's just been the most amazing little tool that the Holy Spirit has used to open my heart to people. As a preacher, you got to have an open heart towards people. You have to love people. And if you don't love people, you're just not going to make it as a preacher. I, I just I see, see so many Christians, oh, they love God, they love God, but you know they don't really demonstrate that love of God towards their fellow man. 
And uh, when you're out there on the streets preaching to the lost, not preaching to a church, not preaching to those who are in the choir, not preaching to those who are already saved, but preaching to the literal lost generation that is going to hell if they don't receive Jesus Christ. I mean, they are going to hell if they die without Jesus Christ in their life. They will die in their sin. That's the people we're preaching to. And uh, if you don't love people in your heart like God so loved the world, he loved, then he gave. And so I love people, and I give the message of Jesus Christ to every single soul that passes me by. And in a three- or four-hour period, I'm looking at over 3,000 souls that will pass me by. And, uh, and I intercede on their behalf in the name of Jesus for every single soul. And it's a real serious work. It's a serious anointing. It's a serious ministry. And uh, folks, if you, if you think of me, Preacher John, uh, one day or so, mention my name to God and say, Lord, protect him. Be with him, Lord. Uh, whatever you want to do, just mention my name, Preacher John. John Shuck to the Lord. I do appreciate that. So let's get back into the letter now. It says, Greetings. This week has been filled with God's grace and mercy as I've walked in the light at every moment of every day. How is that possible? Well, I see that it's possible because it's written in the Word of God. By knowing what the Word of God says and then believing what is written and therefore walking the Scripture out in our daily life, all of us are able to walk in the light. I know that sounds simple to read, and actually, it was not simple to write. I had stopped writing after the first several words and just sat back in my chair and pondered what I was about to continue writing. Then I heard the Holy Spirit say, What's wrong? Don't change it. Keep writing. I said, Okay, and I continued writing. We all are growing in the Lord. We all are gaining more understanding of God's will for our lives. We all are desiring to get closer to God. We all are asking God for help. And this is all why God has written His Word to the believers. The Scripture says in 2 Timothy 2.15 in the KJV, that's the King James Version, Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So what I want to do now is write the word of truth and speak the word of truth here in my letter and on this show right now. And that is the idea of this Sunday prayer letter to you, my friend. And I suppose, you know, it's also to me <laughs> because I too read every letter and pray over it, and see what the Holy Spirit wants to teach me. I think that's funny, really. So, here we go. It's 1 John, verses 1 through 4, no, 1 John 1, chapter 1, verses 4 through 10 in the KJV. And I'll go over each verse. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, 
and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. That was uh, 1 John chapter 1, 4 through 10. The whole idea with the scripture is to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We believe the scriptures, and then we receive his salvation in Jesus Christ. As the Apostle John writes, it records, and rather, let me say, it re, in regards, the Apostle John writes in regards to John the Baptist and Jesus Christ in John 1, 7 and 9, says, The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, and all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. On my letter here, I said, did you notice that that light, L-I-G-H-T, is uppercase? In the Bible, King James, light is uppercase in this verse here. And it's not in a lowercase. Light is another title or name of Jesus Christ. That's amazing. (laughs) Light is also a reference to the Holy Spirit and to our spirit. Light is a reference to the spiritual kingdom and not to this worldly kingdom that is passing away. I think that's fantastic. It's just fantastic. You know, when we use, there's a little sidebar here. If we use the word light, in regards to the Spirit of God or our spirit, if we use the word darkness, that means there's no light. And darkness is the glow of the world. I've never said that before, but if God's glory glows with light and the world's glory glows with darkness, blackness, Why do people love the darkness, the blackness of this world, and hate the light of heaven? Interesting thought, my folks, my friends, my folks. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This is a live show, and I don't edit. I just talk. (laughs) So a a lot of little things that go on here. Anyways, I do think that's fantastic. Studying the Word of God, you're going to notice little things and big things and tiny things and things that you've never seen before. So studying the Word of God to show yourself approved unto God is just the most greatest work you can do after being born again. You know, Paul talks about after we're saved, we need to renew our mind to the Word of God. Renewing our mind is a key ingredient to walking in the light. 
and I'll continue on my letter here after I get a cup of, uh, or a glass of, uh, or a cup of hot uh, Trader Joe's green tea. Man, that is tasty. That just uh, quiets my nerves. <laughs> so anyways, in order to get the fullness of all these verses and get understanding of what the Holy Spirit is teaching, we each need to spend time in God's Word and in prayer to the author of His Word. As it is written in Hebrews 12, 2, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's in the uh, King James Version, as you all know. I think the most important thing is really getting to know Jesus Christ and to walk in the light as the Scripture records for us. And we do this by following this verse. It's in John 14, 26 in the KJV. But the Comforter, that's a capital C, Comforter, but the Comforter, think about the word Comforter. That is a powerful, powerful word. Actually, it's a title of the Spirit of God. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, that's Jesus speaking, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. That's the job of the Holy Ghost is to teach us the things that Jesus taught us. And John writes in other parts of his gospel that I suppose that if I was to write or we were to write or it was to be written of all the things that Jesus Christ did while I was here. He said, I suppose that probably the whole world couldn't contain all the books that could be written. That's amazing. So if everything is getting written down, everything is getting recorded, everything is being logged in, so to speak, it must be in heaven. If it's not on earth, because the world is not filled with the books of Jesus and his works, they must be in heaven. So when we get to heaven, we're going to continue studying to show ourselves approved, a workman worthy. It's, it's not going to stop. If we think that life is going to change once we go to heaven, it's not going to change. It's going to continue. So how you live today is really, really, really critical. You can't live for the world, folks. you got to live for Jesus Christ. As the Scripture says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. You know, the world wants to cover us with the glory of it. As, we, as I mentioned earlier, which was brand new to me, the glory of the world is darkness. How would you like to be covered in darkness? Jesus said, if the light is not in you, how great is that darkness? There's no lights in hell. There's no lights in the lake of fire. You say fire has light. Well, amazing thing is, there's no light in hell. And there's no light when hell and death are thrown into the lake of fire. No light. It's in utter darkness. Utter darkness. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, and you truly do not know Him, you are not born again, 
When you die, you will go to hell. And after hell, you will face Jesus Christ and you will bow your knee and say, Jesus Christ is Lord. And you will be judged for what you did and didn't do. And since you did not receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, Jesus Christ has no other recourse. But the law states that you will go to hell. And after hell, hell and death, after the judgment, will be thrown into the lake of fire for eternal damnation. Eternity. No coming back. That's it. No reincarnation. No second chance. No third chance. No fifth chance. You won't come back as an eagle. You won't come back as a cow. You won't come back as anything. You'll never, ever... You'll never, ever come back and try it again. This is it. This is all... This is it. You know... I mean, I, I just, I'm, I feel like I'm getting on my knees to beg that, you know, this is it. This is the chance that you have to set eternity right in your life. And all this is a simple thing. Just think about the three crosses that were on the hill when Jesus was hung on the cross. A thief on one side, another thief on the other side, Jesus in the middle. And one of the thieves were just ridiculing him and telling him, hey, if you're God, get off the cross and save us too. And he was ridiculing him. But the other thief said to tell him to shut up. You know, we're here because we did wrong. But this man, Jesus, he didn't do any wrong. He's here. He's an innocent person. And then that thief said, I'm not quoting it because I don't know what the King James says, but something like this. He says, Jesus, Lord, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. And Jesus turned to him and said, you know, whatever he said, but my friend, you'll be with me in paradise today. You know, that thief on the cross received Jesus Christ on his deathbed. You know, maybe he was thinking about uh, re receiving Jesus for years, you know, because Jesus walked around for a long time preaching, and he must have been in the same area. He must have heard Jesus. He knew about Jesus, but he never, he never, he never uh, turned his life over to Jesus. And right there, within a few hours of his death or an hour before his death, he says, Jesus, Lord, Remember me when you enter your kingdom. That was his salvation prayer. Sort of like my prayer. I just said, I was laying in the bunk on board the USS Regal, AF-58, U.S. Navy. And I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. You know, and I got saved, folks, with that simple little prayer. Because I believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I was saved. Acts 16.31. Believe... When the prisoners were let out, the prison guards said, What must we do to be saved? And all Paul said was, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, you and your household. Wow. So if you prayed a simple prayer like that, folks, any one of you who is listening, and there are thousands who are listening to this podcast, believe it or not, in lots and lots of different countries. I praise you. I praise every one of you. I praise God for every one of your souls. I thank you, Lord, for these souls. And let me pray for you now. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for every soul that's listening to this broadcast. And Lord, I pray the blood of Jesus Christ over every soul. I bind the devil in their lives, Lord, and I loose your ministering angels to help them, assist them in any way possible according to the word of God. Lord, I pray that you give them eyes to see, ears to hear the truth. 
eyes to see the truth. And Lord, I ask for their soul, for the kingdom of heaven. In your name, Jesus, in your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, may the Comforter be with you. And the Lamentation, the end of my letter, it says, Lamentations of Jeremiah 116. For these things I weep, mine eye, mine eye runneth down with water, because the Comforter that should relieve my soul is far from me. My children are desolate, because the enemy prevailed. Well, this is the Sunday prayer letter written Saturday, November 2nd, 2019 at 2.53 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. This is John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, pastor, and missionary. You can find me at johnshuck.org, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. Thank you, folks. Have a great day. God bless you. Talk to you later.